0: Hello everyone and welcome to this newest edition of our Sonostal Band podcast entitled The Band Room and Beyond, where we're opening doors and windows and hearts and minds into the wonderful world of brass band music making. And we're joined today by our lovely guest Leslie Hooper, who I'm delighted to have with us. Leslie, would you like to just introduce yourself and explain? Now I know, as you're about to do that, I know that... um, Brass bands are first and foremost communities. And I must say, I just mentioned to you before, and I'm not entirely clear what your exact role is or has been in the community. So maybe you could enlighten us on, on that by way of introduction.
1: Well, where shall I start? Um, my role uh, in the community is, I suppose, quite varied. But in the brass band world, it's really because for my sins, I, I married a brass bander, for want of another word. When I first met Graham, um, he slipped in under the radar that he was a band, he, he played in a band. Now being a disco diva and loving to dance and loving music, I thought, God, I've scored here, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> then after a few more meetings, he told me it was a brass band and he played the trombone.
0: Really? It, it took a few meetings um, to admit to that, did it?
1: I think he did and I think perhaps, you know, I should have asked a few more questions. Um, The only thing I knew about brass bands was being born and always living in St. Austell was carnivals. Uh, The way Mm. when you hear the brass band, your tummy turns over. That was all I knew about, you know, hearing the bass drum and a brass band. And I thought, and I'd had my fortune told a few weeks before and the gypsy told me I was going to marry a man in uniform. Well, as you can imagine, (laughs) Army, Navy, Air Force, even policemen, anything, Brass Bandsman, I suppose she got it right in the end. What and the I haven't really side. looked back. You have to get involved or you'll be left on the sidelines. And I'm not a woman that likes to be on the sidelines.
0: Oh, well, fantastic that you did. And it's, it's been very good for the band. How, how has that decision worked out for you?
1: I think, I think I've made some wonderful friends and, and had some amazing times um, you know I've been to the Royal Albert Hall, I've been to London, I've been to Torquay, I've been you know loads of places, I've, I've had some amazing social experiences and it's all because of a band, mm-hmm. it's all being part of that family, you either get involved or you're sidelined and if you're sidelined it must be a miserable experience
0: well, that's a good attitude, I think, isn't it? Just throwing yourself into things, and that's certainly what I've I've experienced. As I've got to know you, just really wholeheartedly getting involved, and and it's so helpful for the band and the community as well. Just to... that's
1: that's it. Because when you're a player, you don't want to be bogged down with all the other things that come with a brass band you know i've lost buttons on my uniform i can't find my music I, where are we going next what time are we meeting who's got this if you can take that away from some of the bandsmen and i don't mean you know take everything away i mean if you can do your bit it makes life a lot easier for the whole the whole of the band
0: oh it's such a generous perspective and so valuable for them. well i
1: think marriage is a partnership and, and a partnership means two people pulling together so you know what might my hobbies Graham Graham helps me with and comes to and supports me so there you are
0: have you ever been to, to, to play yourself
1: no not really I, I prefer to sing I suppose when I was younger being a female it's terrible isn't it this feminist thing but being a female it, it just wasn't the option then because most brass bands were full of men it's what men did it's you know after work they either gardened or they and women went to the wi or the chapel or you know it was that thing then in my age group well i felt anyway
0: how, how do you see it now
1: i see it now as much more diverse much more diverse i mean women at one time in, in a band were like it was a taboo subject now they're that, i mean my daughter played my son played and there was no you know it, it was just people coming together with a love of music
0: mm. are there any sort of um things you'd like to see improve about the the band, the Nottle band or the, the banding world itself any things that hold it back? i
1: think i think things will e- evolve i think there'll be more people with um what can I say there'll be more people that get involved that didn't think years ago they'd be able to do it there'll be people that can't read music but can play there'll be people that um, perhaps aren't physically able and some people you know I think we're all coming together and realizing that to keep this wonderful tradition alive we have to incorporate everybody
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that would be a really good thing to see more of and one thing I'd like to see more of is is more dancing uh, as a disco diva.
1: <laughs> as a disco diva. <laughs>
0: Have you been <laughs> able to dance much to brass band music or is that something you'd like to see more of?
1: I tell you what, you, you, you know, I, I noticed that a question was, what's the difference between a brass band and a rock band?
0: <laughs>
1: now, now tell me, how many rock <laughs> bands do you know that, that lead a carnival, that play in a church, that play hymns, how many do you know that play acid brass in Hyde Park? The, the, the range of music that a brass band can provide for any community is, is vaster than a rock band. Don't get me wrong, I love music, I love a good tune as they say in Brastoff. Um and you can Bands do play pop. They play it really well. They play modern music. They play rap music. They play every every genre of music. Mm. And you can dance. You can do we did the we did the Glenn Miller swing, didn't we? Mm. Well, you know, you can. So yeah. that that's a positive. Mm.
0: Yes. And you were absolutely singing along and and
1: <laughs> it doesn't take much to get me singing along. I don't oh, even need alcohol.
0: Yeah. And uh, and it, I sometimes feel that the, the breadth of the music that we can play is is almost it's not a weakness but it's a challenge because we can play anything really for any audience. But uh, choosing what to play and programming is, I guess, is a challenge as a result of choosing what to play. But it's lovely to have that diversity.
1: Yeah, it's trying. It's it's that fine line, isn't it? It's trying to please the bandsmen in the audience and the ordinary vod like me, who is not really interested in an overture unless it's the William Tell and you can get behind it i think to do a concert outside you have to lower your standards as a player to know that we want to be entertained we don't want to know that you can play xyz brilliantly and won a competition with it we want to have music we can tap along sing along and that we know and and i think it's knowing how to just alter that you know different different genres for different for different areas of hmm. you know, entertainment.
0: Well, that's so valuable to hear, though, that, that at least three of the things you value as an audience, at least in an outdoor context, would be tapping along, singing along, and also hearing something that you know.
1: Yeah, and most people do know lots of classical music. They might not know where they heard it. It might be on an advert. It might just be that they've heard it in a film, their favourite film, or, 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 you know, something on the telly. But you can get away with that and you can get away with it if it's if it's in the moment. So if there's a, a show opened in London and it's like Mary Poppins, you can get away with that this time. You couldn't get away with it five years ago because Mary Poppins had, had its time. Right. But you have to always be thinking about what's popular, what's on the show scene. Hmm.
0: Great. That's really good pointers. I think we could really learn from that and uh, yeah, work to... to to keep up with that I guess that demands like knowing what's going on and then responding to it
1: well it does because we can all go oh not that oh not yellow music oh no but you know the new James Bond is going to have been chosen or whoever it may be Mm. Mm. get the James Bond out it's 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 in the now yeah you know and just because you don't like it doesn't mean to say that the other people don't like it or the audience don't you have to be a bit more open-minded I think as a bandsman
0: yeah yeah i agree good nice <laughs> and you you sound like you're you're so sort of in tune with the band world and, and audiences are you still in tune with the rock world or have you have you
1: oh uh, i love a good tune i love a good dance and i love a good tune as long as it's yeah. not headbanging i'm your girl wonderful but, um i mean i anything old time uh, modern um you know just just music sometimes just brings such joy to one's life Mm. I
0: think really that's at the core of the purpose of what we all what we're all up to isn't it it's just joy
1: exactly Well, I I think so because you must enjoy it to be able to tie yourself down to two nights a week and more for a contests and and I love a good piece of contest music I my favorite piece my first piece I ever heard when I went away with the band for the first time poor girl went away and heard all these people but it was the test piece with Gilbert Vinter's John O'Gaunt and I've loved that test piece ever since it there was something about there's something about bells in a test piece I don't know what it is it's sort of I just love that piece I love Journey into Freedom there's so much good contest music and Mm. and, uh, that you can hear I don't like a cacophony of sound all this because we've got the best soloist in the world we're going to play up in the gods somewhere and down in the you know that does nothing for me I like a good melody a good tune and I like it to have a story that's that's just my point of view and I think sometimes we've gone away from the musical side
0: Mm -hmm. well stories are so evocative and and resonate in so many ways with different people don't they and bells, oh, the sound of bells is very evocative of all sorts of things. It,
1: it is for all sorts of reasons. And and I just feel sometimes that music needs to be kinder to the soul. Sometimes all this loud, these test pieces that are, are just notes. Mm-hmm. And, and you can always tell a good soloist because when he plays his solo, he knows exactly what that piece of music is about. Even if you're playing a pop song as a solo, you know, you've read it, a hymn tune, you've read it. Now, I really dislike um, the Holy City done as an upbeat tempo flugel solo. It is a hymn. You know what the hymn is about, play it as it should be. Not, not rap it, not up it, not jazz it. Mm. And, and a good soloist always knows what his solo is about and how to get the feeling over it that's that's my opinion and I don't play.
0: Uh-huh well that's such an interesting and a really important valuable opinion I think for for players to, to hear from a non-players perspective because that's you know we're not there for our, ourselves really with' well, partly but we're there really for the people that we want to share joy with. so yeah
1: you, you have to get something out of it yourself. you don't you don't want to go to every band practice and think and I know when you play you're practicing for a contest you think not again but when you actually get on that stage and i watch and i i have to say margaret and i uh, ben and anna's mum margaret and i always listen to every band because then we feel we can say what we think you know these people that come out and say oh so and so should have won it because well have you heard them all no
0: mm.
1: you know and we always listen to everyone and the first time you listen to it you think oh but after they come off stage and you've seen people play and they come off they've always got that buzz even if they don't feel they've done too well there's still that we've we've achieved it we've done it and that's wonderful to watch on the stage and to listen to
0: yeah so that's exciting for you as a listener as well is it yeah
1: I think it is you know because it's tradition it's our heritage Mm. you know keep it going
0: that shows such great commitment and kindness as a as a supporter of the band, as an audience member as well, and indeed supporter of the other bands that are there too. Can you say a bit more about the kindness that you're talking about to the, with from a musical perspective? What sort of kindness? Well,
1: me, me personally, or to other people in the band?
0: Well, you were saying before about how we need to be kind to the music, or be kind with the music, or or something. Well,
1: I find sometimes that um, you know other bands. We're all short of players at the moment. We, people have left, they don't anymore. But when you help another band out, it's a kindness. When, when you, you know, like uh, uh, Graham years and years ago helped out a band, their trombonist was taken in or something happened and it was the day of the contest. And he went in, but because he played the piece before he, he knew a bit about it, but he went in and and they were so grateful to him. and it, the, the, and they said he was so kind in of that and when you help out other bands um you are performing a kind you know people think oh gosh would that kind of him we'll, we'll reciprocate if we can ever help out and it's that comes through in in banding it comes through if somebody's having a, a funeral or somebody's getting married and they want a band and you and you turn up and they go oh, you know it's just so kind of them to give up their time and I don't know. It's just human nature, I think. It's human nature to want to be nice to people.
0: Mm. Well, and it's 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 a, such an interesting dynamic, I think, in the in the world of of sort of professional music as well, and and w- wider than just music as well. You know, some people need to be and hope to be and expect to be paid, and 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 someone. Uh, recently who plays in a jazz band was saying it's really strange how brass bands how much they do without being paid or how little they get paid considering how many people are involved but it isn't all about being paid is it and some things you don't get paid at all but you just want to want to do them because it's there's other all sorts of other values
1: yeah and you want to be together you, it's like a whole family it's like I mean I go to chapel I, I enjoy my chapel family we have such fun we have we laugh and and it's that Mm. Family feeling that you all you all bounce off each other and and you know somebody's a bit down and somebody comes in and makes a funny and lifts their spirits and it has been a tough time for everybody and we need our spirits lifted.
0: Mm. And talking of spirits being lifted, then either with your disco diva <laughs> or some other hat on, what wishes would you have for the future of St. Austell band and for for banding more widely?
1: I want them, I want them to enjoy life, to succeed. I, I'd like to see Sun Austral Band um out and about more now, uh-huh. to, to do more, to encourage more people, to follow the band, to to have some supporters. I'd love to see them back up in the the championship section, which is where they rightfully belong. Mm -hmm. It's something to aim for. It's not gonna be easy, Mm -hmm. you know? And I did make a note of what else I wanted and I've talked myself out of it. What else did I say I wanted for the band?
0: Um, While you're looking, I'll just sort of just really acknowledge how important and valuable I think it is to have those those wishes articulated and those those ambitions and also to acknowledge that it's not going to be easy. I think that's valuable to recognise that.
1: I think it's it's and I, I, I want them to provide a safe and enjoyable place for youngsters to learn the art of musicianship. There's nothing nicer. I mean, I, I always remember going back to my son saying, I'm going up to watch the Royal Marine Band in Plymouth. And he was at the time about 10. And I went, are you? And he said, dad says, it's all right. I said, well, dad's not going, he's working. And he went, no, um, there's three gentlemen at it, because he was playing at Bugle Band at, the, at then, with because uh, his schoolmaster was conducting there. And he go, they're picking me up. Well, two two men in their 60s and one in his 80s turned up here and <laughs> off he went now yeah. where where would you get a hobby where 10 year olds and s- mature people are treated in exactly the same way mm. there was no side he was a musician yeah. you know and I want that for for the youngsters I want them to see that it's not old men young people that it's that they're treated the same as, as anybody who's in their 50s, 60s, 40s. Yeah. That they're respected. And, and we're doing that with Anna. She's doing an amazing job. And Hannah and all the others, they're doing an amazing job. And these children are seeing that they're not just children, but mm. they're respected as the next group of musicians coming on.
0: Yeah. And it never fails to amaze me how... Committed and how skillful and how brilliant young players can be. And
1: oh, so- amazing, amazing. And some of them never had a, nothing musical, no, no musical background. No, uh like Graham's dad played the piano accordion and was into music and things. I mean, didn't play in a brass band, but yeah, you know, the amount of children that come from nowhere and are got such amazing talent. Mm. I mean, it just needs coaxing out of them. It just needs somewhere like a band to bring yeah, out yeah. the musicianship
0: and as you say a safe and respectful environment for them to become how did you put it musicians
1: yeah you musicians know. of the future
0: yeah
1: you know we we need to keep our heritage and our traditions alive uh and to do it is is
0: leslie is, i want to yeah. applaud and get up and dance and shout and <laughs>
1: ooh,
0: i love this it's, it's absolutely invaluable these perspectives thank you so much
1: You're very welcome.
0: Oh, that's that's and and we'll wrap up in our usual way because um. Oh
1: gosh, what's this? The hot? Yeah, (laughs) but I did know what my favourite food was before I spoke to you. (laughs) Let's skip
0: skip over that one, shall we? Or have you thought of something? (laughs) What what comes to mind?
1: What what my the the quick fire round?
0: Yeah, what is your favourite food?
1: Chicken. Oh, chicken. Anyway, chicken roast chicken chicken chasseur chicken i just love chicken oh chicken. Nice. well i i love bread as well but you could probably see that but but chicken is if i had to choose whenever i go out graham goes oh, i know she's going to choose something yeah. with chicken
0: so chicken so, sandwich is like your perfect meal really then
1: so yeah anything yeah chicken chicken, chicken and, yeah chicken
0: anyway wonderful uh what was the next one what's your favorite music
1: oh pop and disco anything with a good
0: ah. tune
1: anything with a good tune really? i no, love
0: you must be a massive abba fan then
1: Oh yes, sing along with Abba. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the Bee Gees, I love Abba, the Beatles, the Hollies, uh, you name it, I love it. If they've got a good tune, I love it. What I, do you I'm
0: think of bit, um, Voyage?
1: What the new Abba? Yeah, I don't know. I was a bit disappointed, really. Mm. I didn't I didn't think it had the oomph that it should have. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I was a bit yeah. a bit disappointed. I mean, there's some. I mean, I love Puccini, I love Tchaikovsky, I love Wagner, I love. Mm jazz I'm not into trad jazz I don't like people just going off at a tangent I like to have a good I keep going back to a good tune, tune don't I it, tune, it's got to yeah. have something like that that I can remember when I've listened to it
0: your favorite musician of all time
1: my husband <laughs> oh Leslie
0: did you oh, expect me so to say
1: anything did you expect me to say anything else <laughs> well, what I can say to you oh. was um, obviously you know my my our son plays oh. in a Philharmonic Orchestra and when Graham opened they had to play Eden at um, the Al- Royal Albert Hall a long time ago and there was a trombone solo and Jonathan was down with a friend who played tenor trombone at the University at the Royal Northern College of Music and he said to Jonathan do you know if your dad had had the opportunities you have had he would be absolutely an amazing player and I said but then i wouldn't have met him would i so there are fours and against but i think back then it was just a hobby it was just a hobby yeah. and that was what it was you didn't envisage going on to to university to colleges to playing in that was for others but my husband is my hero because i see the work he puts in i see that he practices every evening regardless of where we're going where we've been if he's away he takes a mouthpiece um it doesn't sound very nice when somebody's playing that in the bath you know the mouthpiece mm. but anyway we won't it go into that yeah it, it's about every night and i always remember anna and ben's dad pete meneer they would ring each other and i'd go oh no graham's practicing you go Oh, i just finished and it was one of those things that you did you practice because they found it hard; it didn't come easy. It doesn't mm. come easy. To some, it does, but I don't think they value it as much.
0: Uh-huh. Well, how wonderful that you met him, and how wonderful that he met you. This is. Uh, um, so- I
1: don't. I don't know whether you think about, <laughs> but having said that, he is a gem. He's. He's. He's, a, he's an amazing man, and he's a kind man, and I think um, we need more of them. And there are a lot of them in the banding world. You'd be amazed how many kind, nice men and women are in the banding world, and and will help you out.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. And what's your favourite venue?
1: Oh, any church, cathedral, Uh anywhere, anywhere that's got that rich sound. You know, Mm -hmm. when you when you play and it it oh.
0: Did you pick a particular cathedral?
1: Uh, no, not really. I I. Experience. i liked a cathedral but my favorite venue for a brass band you, you can't beat the royal albert hall mm. you can't beat the feeling when you walk up those steps yeah as as a supporter and know that your family member or or somebody you know and love is going to be on that stage where shirley Bassey sang and mm. take that performed and and you know Adele you walk in there and it's just got that you can feel the the music from years gone by yeah if you open your mind to it.
0: uh-huh yeah well I think more people should open their minds to Shirley Bassey if they're not already open
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was my dad's favorite my dad's favorite (laughs) he adored her yeah I took him to see her and he just sat there like and I said dad she's finished singing you can clap now and he went I've gone to heaven <laughs> <laughs> yes. my mum wouldn't go you take your father she said
0: <laughs> and so could you put a finger on your favorite musical experience sounds like there have been a lot
1: oh no I can't really there are so many from from performing outside you know on the killer court or it used to be the beer gardens in key to oh. performing in and bury in the church to n- no there is no one mm. i mean my favorite experience as a as a young person was seeing Frankie Valley in the four seasons down at um the coliseum uh-huh. because um yeah. it, it was a bit of a funny story i, I i'd always liked their music and uh, my dad bought me the LP one year but forgot where he put it so about five years later, he gave me the tickets to go and see him, And um, I was standing on a, a box changing a light bulb in their bedroom and on top of the wardrobe was Frankie <laughs> Valley and the Four Seasons record. <laughs> so I found it at the same time. But um, no, it's, I don't know, music is good for the soul.
0: Well, it most certainly is. And it's been very good for my soul talking to you. And it's been, you know, I'm sure that that anyone listening to this podcast is going to be touched and moved and inspired and delighted as well. And I really appreciate your um, joining us and sharing your perspectives. I really think they're incredibly valuable. And so I'm really pleased that we've got them on tape and can Thank you.
1: Them. But I would like to thank you as well, because you're new to this. You're new to this sort of world you know and you've taken to it like a duck to water you are amazing your Mm. drive and verve is is second to none i mean who would have thought to put podcasts on
0: well Stuart thought of it to be honest
1: yeah but who (laughs) would have done
0: it it's a team you know yeah you know
1: who would have done it you you know you you've you know you've you've been a few years and see see what you've achieved see what you're doing see the Mm. beautiful music you're making see the sound you have
0: yeah oh thank you so much yeah
1: the truth they say the truth always hurts but uh, this thing is the truth and and i'd like to thank you as well because without people like you and perhaps me and others this world wouldn't exist Mm. We would have no no followings. I mean, I, I'd like St. Austell to, you know, like we did for Christmas and that, to do all these sort of things. It's, it must be amazing on, on Christmas Day to all of a sudden have a band playing a carol for you or something, you know? And and it's, it stems from having a good committee and, and people who are committed. Yeah, and yeah. so I'd like to thank you on behalf of the band for all you do.
0: Oh, well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And that is further fuel and inspiration for more of these wonderful chats, which I look forward uh,
1: to. Yes, even Graham's up for it. Aren't you lucky?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, I'll pencil I'm in for an episode very soon. Thanks right. to you and thanks to everyone else that's listening to this podcast. We really appreciate. And as Leslie's has reminded us, you know, our audience is really what it's all about and bringing joy to others and Thank being you. really in tune with their perspectives and oh. bringing tunes to their perspectives too, that's what we're here for. So thank you again. And uh, look forward to uh, further conversations with you, Leslie and with everybody else. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, bye-bye.